Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Geek Roundtable. This is episode number 18. I am your host Kenny, and joining me for today's discussion are my good friends Jack, Josh, and Adela. Today we're going to be discussing one of my all-time favorite fantasy movies, The Princess Bride. I'm not going to talk too much about it, I just want to jump into the discussion because we had an amazing time talking about it. So let's go ahead and take a listen to our roundtable on The Princess Bride. Princess Bride. By S. Morgenstern, Chapter 1. Buttercup was raised on a small farm in the country of Florin. Our favorite pastimes were riding a horse and tormenting the farm boy that worked there. His name was Wesley, but she never called him that. Isn't that a wonderful beginning? Yeah, it's really good. Nothing gave Buttercup as much pleasure as ordering Wesley around. Farm boy! Polish my horse's saddle. I want to see my face shining in it by morning. As you wish. All right, it's time for our main topic. Today we're going to be discussing Princess Bride. And joining me are my good friends Josh. Hi. Adela. Hello. And Jack. Hi. Thanks for joining me, guys. Yeah, anytime, Kenny. So we're, we're, we're uh, going to be discussing, this is a Rob Reiner movie, Princess Bride. It was released in 87. And it's based on the book by William Goldman, which was produced in 73. Hmm. Do you guys remember the first time you saw this movie? Ooh. No. 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 Did, I watched we, it a lot as a kid. Okay. So you think it was more towards when it was released? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> sorry. Well, I mean, it, it was released in 87. I yeah, was 17 I, years old when I was negative one. Okay, well. I was six. <laughs> So I didn't see it in theaters, but I remember watching it as a kid. Yeah. And, you know, my mom and I would watch it all the time, you know, growing up when I was in high school. And, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember when you I, first saw it, Josh? I was negative three when it came out, so uh, <laughs> I got Josh beat. But I, no, I don't remember. I, I just remember that it was, like, next on my list of things to watch because I was obsessed with Carrie Alice. Yeah. Plays Wesley. And I Who was... Isn't? And, and Robin Hood Men and Tice is one of my all-time favorite movies. And so I was like, I mean, I guess I'll watch this next one. And then it introduced me to Mandy Patinkin, which is like a whole other thing. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I I had to have... I was either in junior high or high school. I was around like 13, 14, 15 years yeah. old. I was like ripe teenage girl age yeah. to be watching Princess Bride. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... Uh... Uh, how about you, Josh? For, um, for many young women. Yes. <laughs> I know I was yes. uh I know I was young because this is one of two barometer movies my family has because uh especially my dad has has a very particular sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And so our our barometer movies for like people that might be dating uh people in my family, mm. uh they have to like what about Bob? And they have to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't think either of those movies are funny, then you will not get our comedy. And it will not work. It's just, that's the rule. Uh, but yeah, that's how I know. I, I, I don't remember the first time I saw it because I'm sure I was under 10. Yeah. But it's, yeah, I, I, I've watched this movie probably 
well, every, multiple times. At least yeah. every other year. Yeah. Like, it, like it's yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Well, I actually went to the theater. As I mentioned, I was 17 years old. So I do remember watching this in the theater uh, and loving it uh, just because it was so different. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge fantasy person, probably more than sci-fi. I mean, I love sci-fi. Don't get me wrong. But fantasy, and this had that fantasy, but it was also very humorous. And, yeah. you know, during this time, like Time Bandits, and I love Time Bandits, and that was a very similar. For me, it was similar. It was nothing, nothing <laughs> totally <laughs> Not opposite of these. But, yeah. But, but it, it was in that vein, and I would just, I loved the humor in this, and I loved the fantasy aspect of it. Um, now, as Josh has meant it, mentioned, We've probably seen this multiple times yes. oh, yeah. over the years. I'd probably, like Josh, probably every two to three years it, it gets played. And it's also one of those things that I can watch if it's on TV. I can pick up anywhere. I don't feel like I need to watch. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't have to watch it at the beginning. Like some stuff I won't watch. I'm like, oh, it's halfway through. But this one I don't care. It's, the minute the yeah. minute I yeah. see it, it's like, well, this is what I'm doing for the rest, yeah. of, the, yeah. rest of this. Yeah, it's like anytime I see it, I'm like, <gasps> Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's always like that's the feeling it was like okay we're not changing the channel this yeah, is what's yeah. on now yeah um, now do you guys have a favorite character from the show I love Fezzik that's what I was gonna say <laughs> and I, I think part of it is um, growing up I, I did watch a, a decent amount of wrestling and uh, Andre the Giant is like he was an icon mm-hmm. and then also to see him in this movie the term the term gentle giant if it didn't exist before this movie it had to exist after because he is the definition of the gentle giant in that mm. movie um yeah. and also he's treated like an idiot by many of the characters but the conversation that he has with wesley uh, amongst the rocks mm-hmm. uh, proves that he's fairly intelligent mm-hmm. and has a whole conversation with him about like like I could have killed you but I chose not to yeah I, I, I just I love I love how he portrayed that character what you Adela? Inigo Montoya okay yeah now is that because of uh, Mandy? were you a fan of his? or you just oh, like I, did, I didn't know who he was okay, so this watches as, a, him. as a child oh, okay <laughs> No, I just I I liked you know like he and Fezzik they were funny and yeah. then also you know the big sword fighting scene uh, would just blew my mind as a kid every time I watched it. Yeah, how yeah. about you, Jack? I I have to go with Wesley. <laughs> uh, Carrie Ellis is so hot in that movie. <laughs> as I said, formative like, for many young women. Very formative. That was like my first celebrity crush. So like very formative. <laughs> and anytime he's shown up in other things like. Psych. Uh, he's in a few episodes of Psych, and he's been in a few other things. I'm just like it's gonna be in Stranger Things season three. I can't even tell you. <laughs> I guess you gotta just, get caught up. I have to get caught up on Stranger Things. <laughs> he's the mayor. He's. I just I love I him so yeah. much. He's, he's in the trailer so, for like a split second. Yep. He's beautiful and he's funny and he's <laughs> and he can be dramatic and he's he plays this like just he plays so sharp like his his ability to like really it it's so hard to i feel like it's hard to describe he's errol flynn he is he just is oh yeah yeah he just like when he delivers his dialogue and i'm mostly thinking of like when he (laughs) he's you know 
prone on the bed. <laughs> he literally can't move his body, but he's doing so much acting in just his face yeah. and his words. But it's not like acting with capital A. It is just like it is like it is like he is advancing yeah. in like physically, but yeah. he yeah. is he, yeah, he can't yeah. move. He, he, he wins there a are, duel without. Yeah, there are a few things. Th- there are a few things that I love more in that movie than when uh, he responds. It's possible, pig. Like <laughs> like it's just like there's a perfect delay of 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 like I'm tearing you down. I'm not even moving. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, you're very, you're right. It's, it's, he's so good at delivering. Yeah. And he, he does, I mean, it's obvious, like I knew he was good at comedy just from watching Men in Tights. Yeah. The, a thousand times before seeing Princess Bride. So it was so nice to like, see him like play this like really romantic lead. So it was like, this was like, oh, okay. oh, this is really what you do. Cool. <laughs> we here for this. Since people are talking about their formative experiences, just a shout out to Robin Wright. <laughs> Oh yes, <laughs> there's there's hello. There's, there's many oh, yeah. things for everyone in this film. Just, okay. yes. just a shout out. Yes. yes, I mean I'm with I'm with Jack. I mean Wesley was my favorite uh. character, and not just because he's dreamy and he's, but his, not because he's dreamy and I mean, wonderful and yeah amazing. I, mean, and, I just I just like <laughs> I just like I liked the character. I liked what he stood for. I liked his morals. I liked you know he was still when he's fighting. The, the people and he's trying not to kill them he's trying to hurt you know just they're in his way so yes. he has to get past them uh, I just I just like the way he portrayed I'm that character it was just very and like, of course you know he's very charming mm-hmm. I mean he's amazing on screen yeah you know he doesn't have to say like you said he doesn't say a word he just look a certain look and you melt I you know. I totally get Buttercup in that whole thing. Oh, yeah. She's just like she's in love with with the farm. Yeah, I get it, girl. <laughs> I get it. Like you know, you 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 carry that flame. Like I hear you. Now this was not a box office hit. It was a moderate hit. It made like thirty million. It only cost sixteen, and thirty million back then was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but it's become such a cult favorite now. I mean. As Adela mentioned before we started recording, she's going to quote the entire movie while we're recording. Everyone can quote this yeah. movie. What made it click with people? What do you think, Josh? Hmm. It's an interesting question. I I often wonder if it was a, a timing thing. Because I feel like there may have been sort of like a... Because this is very much... It feels like the same type of humor that you would see in something like Blazing Saddles or mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein. And I wonder if too much if there was such like that period of time that existed between those kinds of movies and this movie and then Robin Hood Men in Tights, which I don't think did very well either at the box office, were like, I think the comedy is good, but I think people weren't sort of wired into that kind of comedy mm. at the time. That's like the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but why do you think it's popular now? Uh, I, I think... over the years, it's well, I think, just I think, cult I, th- I think I honestly think, and you can see that, you can see it by um, the types of comedians that that gain notoriety. I think comedy has progressed and become more cerebral mm. over time. Um, we all still laugh when, like, you watch people fall downstairs. Like, everyone like, everyone loves a good crack. Slapstick, yeah. slapstick and vaudeville will always yeah. be Don't funny, know. but yeah. I think there's a cerebral... This, this, So much of the humor in this movie is cerebral 
that I think it almost required the audience to catch up. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, Jack? <sighs> this, yeah. Because you are from the younger generation. <laughs> I'm a baby. So, obviously, this uh, came out. Kid. <laughs> I'm turning 29 next month. <laughs> and almost in a month, exactly. And I, I think... I think part of it's just because, you know, it is a fantasy movie, yeah. but it's also a, an action movie. It's an adventure movie. But the big it's, thing is, it's a family oh, movie. It's a family movie. Because mm-hmm. anyone can watch this. Yeah, yeah. and it's a romance. And but enjoy it's, it. But it's like, when when it first came out, people were probably like, The Princess Bride? Is, what, is, what is this? Like, what is, what is this? Yeah. Anime? And they see that it's like, oh, this like fantasy. T- and it's just like, ah, uh, but I think... I think now it kind of helps that like people know what it is mm-hmm. and they know that it there's something in this movie for literally everyone. Yeah. Like even if you even if you hate everything, you will still like something in this movie. <laughs> I you know, it is it's impossible to hate this entire movie. And it's and I think that's part of it is that people just people finally like got an idea of what it what it was and yeah i i just yeah it's it's hard to say it's hard to say now adela do you you know this movie obviously was made in 87 people still watch it today still love it today people who have never seen it still Mm -hmm. watch it it's aged very well yes why do you think that is i don't know there's a timeless quality to it and it's not you know it's it, we're calling it a fantasy movie, and mm-hmm. you know, there's there's the RUSs, but there's there's no big special effects or big creature True. or big. Yeah, the story is actually really small. Um, so the the art direction's great, and it's it doesn't ha- it's not relying on these effects, and it it just it holds up visually. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's such it's a classic story, and it has the so many great one liners. Yeah, the the language is really sharp. And a lot of that. Has anyone read the book? I was just going to ask. Yeah, has anyone read? A the lot book? of that comes from the book. So the book. The, yes. Okay, good. The I books. bought the book. I bought. They have this yeah. beautiful rendition of the book now yeah. with art and illustrations in it, and I purchased it recently. So I hope it, it's read it. it's it's the movie, the book. Yeah. I mean, it came out first, but yeah, a lot of a lot of that humor and a lot of that language and that oh, banter is in the book. So yeah. if you like the movie, definitely. And one, it's an easy read. Yeah. One read, it's in there. Yeah. I think you're right about it because it's classic medieval fantasy and not fantasy fantasy. Yeah. Um, like if you think of, if you look at something like Willow, like there are people Which I love. Right. There are people like Still, us that, that, lo- that love it. I know it's yeah. But if you tried but if you tried yeah. to show that to like kids today, yes. they'd be like, What is happening? What is what's yeah. with the puppets and yeah. like all so I think you're right because, like everything other than the rats is and they, are, they're, they're are, fine. They look like just, rats. Yeah, right. they don't need right. to look like. But everything other than the rats thing. are people. People. Yeah. Well, they have the, the the eel, the shrieking. Right. But even then, that's but like you have a split every, Everything else is just people. Yeah. And so yeah. I, yeah. it's easy to it's easy to show that to someone, and all the effects are practical too. So yeah. like, and it's easy to show that to someone now, and them enjoy it because there probably isn't going to be any mockery of effect of the effects. And, Thinking of that in pertains to like Doctor Who, for instance, whenever I tell people to watch the show, I tell them watch the current series first, mm. and then if you like it, then go back because you will forgive all of the terrible special effects yeah. of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. But 
you know, because really the only big thing is like they didn't try to do any like computer like craziness in this movie. And the RUS is just like when you also like hear like the oral history of like how this movie got made and like the whole thing with the RUS is the fact that there was like a guy in a rat suit, but then they also just like threw the rat at them is hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all physical stuff and it's just. And that moment, you're also far into the movie that you're like, you know what this is. And it is almost funnier, the fact that you know that somebody just threw this giant rat from <laughs> off screen. And you're like, this is incredible. Because it's just, it's already it's already ridiculous and funny. And you're in the story. And you're, you just kind of, you you accept that and it's and it's fine. And you're like, okay, like we haven't seen anything like that before. And mm-hmm. it's like, and it's not. And the fact that an RUS is like rats of unusual size is already ridiculous. And you're like, the the world is kind of ridiculous. He just had that. that, That's right after the Iocane powder scene Mm -hmm. where they, you know. Yeah. 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 Where Wallace Shaw is just. I can't say it without just quoting the whole scene. Sorry. It's incredible. Yeah, it's it's just the RUS is already a ridiculous concept that it's just to see somebody throw a giant stuffed rat from off screen is just incredible. And you're like, oh, we do get to see the RUS is cool. Like, it's it's just absurd. Yeah. And it's such a wonderful little moment. Yeah. Uh, speaking of moments, do you guys have a favorite scene from the movie? This is like choosing your favorite oh. This is cruel. <laughs> the, the the sword fight is perfect. Yeah. I, like I like sword fight. everything. Uh, um, so the sword fight with uh, between Inigo and Wesley, okay. I think is perfect. Um, I love that they learned how to fence with I was both just hands. That. Yeah, they which is in, it took three weeks. Insane. And they both learned the fence awesome. left and right handed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just as a scene, I think that scene beats the the end scene with Inigo. And the six figured six fingered man. That's that scene is so emotionally poignant yeah, and it one. hits so hard and it's so good. But like the length of of the sword fight between Wesley and Inigo, the space that they cover mm-hmm. in just in the environment, uh, the beginning, like it. I and I call it the sword fight. I begin the scene when Inigo is like looking over the edge and sees Wesley, oh, yeah. and is like, "I could throw you down a rope." Yeah. And it's like, "I think I'm okay here. Uh, I don't really trust you." And like they have that whole conversation yeah. up until the point where he beans Inigo on the head to run off. Yeah, that entire scene is just so good from a humor point of view, from an action point of view, from a pathos point of view, because he talks about. His dad mm-hmm. to Wesley and the Six Fingered Man and all that stuff. Um, it's just so good. You guys have any favorite scenes? That one. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that one or 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 the big moment at the end and it goes yeah, Six Fingered Man. Like that yeah. that that moment's like the that's the the that's the the sigh the the yeah. I finally get to breathe because he he finally got his revenge, but the. That that sword fight between him and Indigo yeah. was oh God, so it, good. Although when Fezzik gets lit on fire, <laughs> yeah, I am the dread pirate Roberts. Yeah, he's approaching the gate. Oh man, that made me so laugh with glee when I was a kid. I the sword fighting thing. I think part of it, like when you're watching it the first time, they're fighting and be like, like, ha ha! I actually can do with my other. And you're watching it and you're like, shh. 
shut up <laughs> like watching it and you're just like in awe that you're like oh my god they they know how to and they're doing it the same and you're like shut like it is just so it's like so just like impressive yeah. just to yeah. watch for the first time and then bringing up like like the the, the techniques yeah it's like oh it's like oh i'm using this technique oh that would be that would be dangerous if i did not know this technique and then when they switch hands yeah uh, uh, so good well, it's, it's, it's the you know there, there's the sword fighting and then there's the you know banter on top yeah. of it too mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah I, uh, for me, I think, I mean, I obviously enjoyed that scene. I liked the poisoning scene. Yes. Um, that's, I mean, because that's, I think, one of the most quoted. Oh, one of yeah. the classic blunders. Yeah, of, yes, mm-hmm. of the, is, yeah. is that scene. Just because of the way, the banter between the two of them. Yeah. It's just incredible. And I don't know if that's from the book or if that was enhanced in the in the movie. But I don't remember. It's been the, quite a while yeah. since I read the book. But the writing and the way they portrayed it, and that always sticks out in my head as one of the most memorable scenes yeah i i really like the the scene at the end with inigo because you know you have the the whole you probably have all know the story with mandy patinkin and how his father passed away from cancer and so he was pretending like the six-fingered man (sighs) was the cancer that took his father and so that's why that that scene also feels so heavy because it was like it was him finally able to like enact this this feeling that he's had in this scene and it's just like you know i want my father back you son of a bitch it's like oh yes <laughs> and you know it's like and when you know that it's like oh no that is mandy saying that to the cancer that took his father yeah. and you're just like you're it's it's unbelievable and i mean that man can act yeah like yeah. i mean it is i'm i'm a big fan of his from watching dead like me as well <laughs> so it's 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 incredible. Like, it's such an incredible scene. And the poisoning scene, like, Wallace Shaw is so funny. So He's so yeah. funny. Also, just, like, Billy Crystal and Carol oh, Kane. Yes. Oh, like, yes. Like, we would be remiss not to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to bring them up next. Uh, so thank you. Comforting, comforting, comforting. Uh, and you know they got they got together weeks before they filmed and came up with the characters, the backstory. Ugh. And so when they went, and they ad-libbed quite a bit of it. And yeah. Rob just let them go. Because they, as you should, once they start, you should just. Yeah. There was no point. Yeah, they and the, their chemistry is amazing. Mm-hmm. I can watch more of just those two characters. You know, it's just so good. Yeah, it's I so good. when I started watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and oh. Carol Kane was in that, I was like, yay, more Carol Kane. She's incredible. She's my so good. see, my Carol Kane is uh the the fairy and Scrooged. Oh yeah, oh. it's it's perfect. Yeah. She's so nutty. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean we can go on and on with scenes. Uh, yeah, so we can quote every, this movie just yeah. full. Yeah, oh, so, it's so good. <laughs> I think the other thing about this movie, like it's so it's so funny because it's like I I can talk like about certain things, you know, at length and have really detailed discussion but like this movie like the feeling that's inside me is like it feels so warm to mm. just like talk about this movie like yeah. like you all can see me the listeners can't it's just like i feel like <laughs> i'm like beaming this whole time because this movie is just such a joy to watch yeah and i mean one one aspect of the movie we haven't even mentioned is the whole thing of the grandfather and peter, grandson. oh my god i was literally about I was to, to like, that. peter falk is so good 
And <laughs> I mean, and Fred Savage is yes. just, he's so cute. Like the whole thing. And I mean, like I say, this is a Chicagoan too. Very excited to see that the Chicago Bears were, represent, were represented, but it, it's still just like it. It's just such a delightful movie and it is so nice to watch and you can watch it. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, with, with all the things that are going on in the world right now, you know, it's one of those movies where it's not political. It is a timeless story. Mm -hmm. It is an evergreen tale that you can, you can watch and it is still beautiful and it's still intriguing and it's still interesting every time you watch it. It's still funny and it, and it feels and it feels so nice to watch it. And yeah. I and I really like I really like media that is that makes you feel good yeah. when you watch it. I like things obviously that like make you think and make you, you know, make you but it's like it is just so nice to to kind of just like relax into something and, and just enjoy it. And just enjoy it and let the movie drive the vehicle and you just get to be a passenger and enjoy the ride and yeah. see this beautiful tale and watch this beautiful man uh <laughs> save this beautiful woman. Yeah. Uh you know, and it's and it's just it's it's just really wonderful. Yeah. And so it's yeah. It's nice to talk about it. Because yeah. I feel like I never get to talk about this movie either. Because everybody Same. just knows it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody just knows the warm feeling they get after yeah. having watched this movie. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, just the concept of the movie was cool. Having it be a, a story, story within a story. Yeah. 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 Because, I mean, we had that with Wizard of Oz. Where she, you know, hits her head and she goes to Oz and then comes back. And it's the same type of thing. He's at the beginning, it's the, the grandson and grandfather. But I, I like the, the I like the interruptions. Yes. Like, no. like, like, oh, I saw you were getting scared Kissing. from the eels. Yes. That, so I, yes. I, I, I think we, yeah. maybe we should stop. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's even cute. I mean, the, the last line with Fred Savage As you asking wish. him. Well, asking him to come back yeah. again, and then yeah, the yeah, dad saying so "I you wish." I love Peter. It Falls. just gives me chills because it just—it's so amazing that movie from beginning to end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys what? Do you guys have any have like a favorite quote? Like I know it's Sophie's oh, choice. Gosh. I mean, I think the funniest is inconceivable. Yeah, I was about to say inconceivable. Anytime that's that, that, used, that word doesn't mean what you think it yeah, means. Yeah, he uses it. Yeah, that that I mean, as you wish. That makes my heart flutter. Yeah, yeah. because uh, I had to look up. I had to look up. It's it might not be my favorite quote, but it's probably one that people don't that don't like go back to mm-hmm. as much as the other quotes. But it always makes me laugh. It's uh, the when Humperdinck says, uh, "I got my country's five hundredth anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, my wife to murder, and Gilda to frame for it." I'm swamped. Like it just <laughs> yeah. it's no one he's ever so, quotes it, but like so it always good. makes me laugh because he's, it's it's so matter of fact. Yeah, and, uh, I love it. That's so good. Want a peanut? Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> It's I also so love. Dumb. I, I, also, I also love. Uh, I mean do, it. Uh, do you want me to t- take you back where I found you, unemployed in Greenland? <laughs> so good. It's. <sighs> I mean, and also just like the "I want my father back, you son of a bitch." It's just so. Yeah. Good. Uh, the oh, entire yes. the entire yeah. to the pain speech. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's an incredible movie, and I'm glad we're talking about it. Cause yeah, as Jack said, it's it's something you don't talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knows it. I think kids everyone need to. I think it. kids need to be introduced to this movie. I don't know what they're watching these days, but 
I know I sound like a, I know I sound like an old the man. Kids. But the kids, yeah. kids, these days, kids these days need to be introduced to this movie. They don't of, need to watch Frozen again. Have they don't them watch this movie. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, it's it's just such a wonderful little movie. I love also like all the like little trivia tidbits about it. Like you know when they were filming, like you know. Buttercup jumping from the window that they actually had to like support her on oh, wires well, because, because like had, Andre's he back. Yeah, he had back surgery right before. It. Yeah, yeah, he can't. So they he had to have, so, He couldn't yeah. even support her. Yeah. yeah, so they had her on wires, and then when yeah. he was carrying, uh, when uh, uh, Wesley was on his back. Yeah, Wesley was actually standing. Yeah, on platforms as they were moving, and he was just stepping with it. Yeah, I think that scene. T- there was another scene too where it was oh, like she would you know like. Robin Wright would get really cold and Andre would just like put his hand on top of her oh, head yeah. and just to keep her warm and his hand just took up her entire yeah. skull and yeah. just like hearing all like the little stories about like how they how they all interacted on set is always also so lovely that it's like you get to hear stories about people enjoying working together it's incredible yeah now did you guys see the pictures of the 30th anniversary yeah yes. those were great <sighs> They're so, so beautiful, good. and I love the fact that they had a picture of Andre, yeah, yeah. and um, Peter Falk, the yeah. two who passed away. You want to know a fun fact about Andre the Giant? I do. Uh, Samuel Beckett, yes, the famous playwright, used to drive him to school mm-hmm. because really? he couldn't fit in the like the the bus, oh, the bu- oh. and so Samuel Beckett would drive him to school in his convertible because he <laughs> could fit. That's funny. So That's it's very cute. That's cool. So Samuel Beckett, for those of you who don't know, wrote "Waiting for Godot" and "Endgame." So there you go. Just, uh, fun fact. Yeah, fun, fun fact, everyone. I enjoy. You're it. welcome. <laughs> All right. This well, been a Jack fact. <laughs> Jack, I Jack facts. I have a lot of these. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, joining me and discussing Princess Bride. Thank you. It's definitely and you one, watch one it of again. my top favorite, uh, like top ten movies of all time. I want to go home That's and watch it now. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that roundtable. It was so much fun discussing this movie. After all of us recorded that episode, we all went and actually watched it. It was just so enjoyable to talk about it, and you just had to watch it. So uh, once again, I want to thank my co-host, Jack, Josh, and Adela. And I especially want to thank my listeners. Without you, there wouldn't be a podcast. So I hope you return for the next one. Until then, take care. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.
Attention, attention. Are you a fan of MASH, one of the most groundbreaking television series in history? Then take a listen to the MASH 4077 podcast, where hosts discuss their thoughts episode by episode. They will also share with you some little-known behind-the-scenes information, trivia, and so much more. So come and find them on iTunes by searching MASH 4077 podcast or online at www.mash4077podcast.com. The Geek Roundtable Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives Works 3.0 United States License All Rights Reserved.